This is Colton McCavalcade. This is episode 122. This is a Friday the 13th episode. This is Brandon, and as always with me is... Let me run that through the old computer. Ah, your co-host, sir, Cullen. I got your computer right here, Teddy. Right here. Right here. Today we're here to discuss the 1984 film, Friday the 13th, the final chapter. And joining us today, as always... For our Jason Chronicles from JoeBlow.com and Arrow in the Head, despite what you may have heard, he is not a dead fuck. Jimmy O. James Oster. Hey, where's that fancy corkscrew? Do you have the fancy corkscrew? Where did you put the fancy corkscrew? Hi, guys. Hey, Jimmy. Oh, no. Someone's getting stabbed. Oh, I'm very good. I'm very, very, very good. How are you guys? Not bad. Let's just kick this off right. You have a very related a very, to the show announcement to make. Yeah, it's it's honestly like the perfect weekend or the perfect week to do it. The perfect week to announce it. So March 13th and 14th, Flicks for Fans, me and Jason Coleman and Stacy Lawson, who is new to us, new with us. We are presenting one of the coolest goddamn movie experiences you could have. We are is a 40th anniversary of Friday the 13th, the original film. We're going to be showing it on the big screen. The first night is going to be hosted by me, and it's going to be the screening of Friday the 13th. A ton of cool trailers, all that stuff. It's a double feature with Sleepaway Camp, baby. Sleepaway Camp wow, on the big nice. screen. Yeah, we got prizes, we got an immersive experience, we got a girl named Brittany Fontaine, who was a, a graduate from Tom Savini's makeup program. She's going to be doing some cool stuff with us, and we're going to have a cool photo op. I mean, it's going to be amazing. And then, if that's not cool enough, Saturday night, the 14th, is Ladies' Night, so now Stacy's going to host this one, and we're showing the original Friday the 13th, because we have to have Friday the 13th, and... If you're going to go camping and if you're going to have a fun, cool movie for the ladies, let's do the final girls. Come on. Oh, wow. Come Great. on. That is our double feature. And again, we're going to have Dangerous Dames trivia for prizes, Lethal Ladies vintage trailers. I mean, it's, it's, I'm so stoked for this. I mean, you can, you know, it, it, it's amazing. And you, you know, you can find out more information. Flicks for fans on Facebook, Flicks for fans on Twitter. Flicks for fans on, uh, you know, Instagram. We're, we're really trying to get this out there. Uh, you never know. We, we may even have special guests. So it's it's uh, something we're really excited about. It is the only, I believe, the only theater in L.A. showing Friday the 13th that weekend on Friday the 13th in March. That's insane. Yeah. Is, it, is it weird that I'm like super excited that you're showing the final girls of all the, <laughs> the, mm, the single way camp Friday the 13th. I'm like, final girls? It'd be awesome to see on no, the big screen. I agree with you. I didn't get to see it on the big screen. I saw a freaking screening link of it. Yeah, so that finale's gotta look great Oh, uh, I, on there. Yeah, I can imagine. I can, I, I'm, I really, it's it, it's something we wanted to do something a little different and, you know, and you know how much I love Friday the 13th. 
obviously, I'm doing this. It's one of those movies, for a whole franchise, it's one of those that I really love, and I'm really so excited for people to get to experience this, and that we're going to have some cool stuff going on, prizes and all that crap, and I'm, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm giddy with anticipation. I'm no. giddy, and I'm... And we're doing it the week of Friday the 13th. We're announcing it this week on the week of Friday the 13th. That makes me so happy. And Jimmy, I got a question. Okay. Are you guys showing the original theatrical cut of Friday the 13th? Or are you showing the extended cut of Friday the you 13th? You know, that is a really actually a good question. And I believe we may be showing the extended. I'm not 100% sure at the moment. But either way... If you've never seen Friday the Thirteenth on the big screen, as cool as the, the you know the original the extended cut is, it doesn't matter to me. No, this, this no, movie just it's so it doesn't change. Cool. I just think my only gripe with the extended cut is the uh, effect of Kevin Bacon looks less genuine because you're holding on to it for. There's like a different angle and you're holding on to it a bit more, and you can mm. see the the discoloration from his prosthetic to his his uh, chin a bit more. Yeah. But, but that's a that's a nitpick. But yeah, you know, it's great. I I'm just guys. I'm just I'm so I'm, I've never seen Sleepaway Camp on the big screen either. No, I don't think many people nowadays probably have. No, no. So I, you know, there'll be a, a, a gigantic dong. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> of course you're you just, are, Colin. You're of just course. sitting there the whole time. I was like, where's the dong already? That's the whole reason to watch on the big screen. Basically, yeah, you want to see the big dong, and that's what we're gonna. We are gonna well, give audiences a big dong, and the bizarrely shocked look on the murderer's face when it's revealed. <laughs> you know, like, like even they're surprised they have a dong. Like it's, <laughs> I know, it's like so. Oh, Flicks for Flicks for fans presents Fry Dong the Thirteenth. Fry Dong the Thirteenth. Yes, yes, and and again, it's going to be an immersive experience where you get will. We'll have some cool surprises. It's not just going to a movie. It's living a movie. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really happy about this we'll one. Look forward to that, and we'll be talking to you around then because we'll be recording another one of these episodes. So I know, I know. That's it's like literally the best time possible. I, I could think of. I'm I'm so happy about this one. Excellent. Okay. Well, you'll be talking then about the beginning of Friday the Thirteenth. But let's today we're talking about the final chapter. Friday the 13th, directed by Joseph Zito, starring Corey Feldman, Kimberly Beck, Crispin Glover, Joan Freeman, Judy Ronson, Peter Barton, and Ted White as Jason. Tom Savini returns to do the special effects. So it's pretty interesting that the one labeled the final chapter comes a third of the way into watching these in like order. Mm -hmm. It's not even 50% done. There are eight more movies after the fourth one. Eight more movies. And then they also call the ninth one the final Friday. And uh, there's still three (laughs) two movies, two two canon movies after it. And then the remake. But uh, well, these were these were never made by canon, Brandon. You got to you got to stop lying. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the final was a good joke. You two go to hell. I don't care what you (laughs) Uh, speaking of canon, our director, Joseph Zito, he did Invasion USA 
for yes, Candy's did. film. So I got to think. So Cult Cinema Cavalcade has a lot of returns coming in this episode. A bunch of them from Invasion USA because we got Joseph Zito, which we talked about Invasion USA um, a couple years ago from this month. We have Joseph Zito, Tom Savini, who did the effects on Invasion USA. Uh, Daniel Lowenthal, who edited Invasion USA, also edits this film. Kimberly Beck, she, did, she was in Roller Boogie, which we talked about a long Woo! time ago. And Judy Aronson, who is an American ninja who liked our episode on Facebook when we posted oh. it. So that was pretty uh, pretty cool. Nice. We didn't tag her or nothing. Just showed up. <laughs> so said American Ninja alerts set to our Twitter feed, I guess. <laughs> and, and my oh my. I would tell you what. Judy Aronson, vampire. All I got to say. Yeah. She's one of those. Yeah, those people come back. Um, we, yeah, the, the connection here... Friday the 13th, the final chapter, it was 1984. This whole slasher craze was pretty much dying off, and I think Paramount was just jumping out in front of it, and they were like, hey, let's whatever you do, just kill Jason. They wanted Joseph Zito, who had directed this uh, slasher, one of my personal favorites of this era called The Prowler. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he teamed up. He was with uh, Tom Savini on that one, and I think The Prowler is top five Savini effects works if you ever see that movie oh it's great i just watched that again recently in october and i'm by that like, movie holds up that movie still wows me with the kid like it like how did they do that <laughs> like there's mm-hmm. there's a few kills in that i'm like how and that's part of music movie magic which i like about practical effects whereas today's like yeah oh, a computer post-production <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's the answer to it. And I'm not against CGI effects. It's just for me no. growing up, there's a movie magic thing to special effects that now is, I mean, I guess if you're a tech geek, there's probably a lot more intricacies that you enjoy about computer animation than I would. But that's another conversation for another day. But Joseph Zito gets offered to write and direct this movie. He doesn't technically write it, but he took, you know, they were pressuring him too. And they offered him a double payday to do it. So he just hired, he like sub-licensed a, a writer out to help him with the script. And he coaxed <laughs> Savini to come back and, hey, finish what you started. Because he did the effects for part four, which is notable because I like this. Savini took his original Jason de- design and aged it up. So when you see the mask comes off, come off, it does resemble the kid jumping from the lake in the original. Mm-hmm. It's, mu- it's much better than the mutant, like, Mountain Man from Part Two. That's for certain. Yeah, <laughs> that's a weird one. I, and I then love three part has two, hey you man. guys. Yeah, <laughs> but, but this one looks like it could be the same as three a bit. You know, they're at least in the same yes. on the yeah. same page. Um, but yeah, so th- this one is interesting. Uh, it it both completes and starts a trilogy within this series. So. Uh, parts two, three, and four take place from like Friday the 13th through Tuesday the 17th. They're a chronological story, one picking up from the other. And uh, then it starts the Tommy Jarvis trilogy, which we started yeah. with last Friday the 13th, talking about uh, part five, and it yeah. will conclude part six, Jason Lives. And this is the beginning of that. Really weird to see. Fascinating. Uh, I wrote an article about this years ago about the trilogy within a trilogy, which Friday the 13th has two of them. Halloween's got the Jamie Lloyd trilogy. Star Trek has uh, two, three, and four, which is their own. They even call it Star Trek the Cinematic Trilogy. I'm like, you got like six movies, but I get it, the story. 
the story goes through of them like that. Nightmare on Elm Street had the Dream Trilogy with the Dream Warriors, Dream Master, and Dream Child all follow their own kind of story. So I'm mm-hmm. just kind of kind of interesting that you can that these series. I was it intentional? Probably not for any of us, but no, I doubt it. Just just how it went. Yeah, and uh, this one, I'll mention right off the bat. This is my favorite Friday. 13th film of them all and it's actually and I'm not going to limit it to that it's one of my favorite horror movies of all too this one hmm. when I saw it scared the fucking piss out of me like I was yeah. at the right age where I, like there's this connecting factor there's Tommy Jarvis he's like me like I'm like oh crap and in the previous movies if you look at them Jason killed a guy in a wheelchair he killed a pregnant woman so why wouldn't he kill a kid yeah yeah Jason doesn't have a lot of scruples if someone like twists their ankle or something like you know what Fair play, you know. Like, uh, come back when you're at your peak. You know, he, he you know, he just kind of goes for it. You know, you know. Yeah, J- Jason, I don't blame him though. Uh, Jason went and saw uh, the ha- Halloween from last year, and uh, he leaned to the guy next to him at the theater and went, "I'd have killed that baby." Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then he stabs the guy standing next to him because yep. I mean, that's what he does. And said three stars, and then he walked out. This one also, like, this is the first time Paramount actually got involved with the movie's production a bit more. I mean, you immediately see more production value in this than the previous three. Yeah. Like, they used to, Paramount used to be like, okay, go make your movie and we'll distribute it. You know, they didn't even, like, raise funds to make the movie too, so much as they just, you know, agreed to distribute these cheapies. And this is the first one they put it into. And right from the bat, after... The credit, you see the scenery, it's the exact same set from the last movie, but holy hell does it look a lot different. Yeah, they, they have, like, the helicopters going on, they have, like, mm-hmm. a, it's a, it, it's weirdly, like, the first part of this movie is kind of epic. Yeah. Because you have, like, yeah. the, the end of part three, and then you go to a mortuary, the, the, the hospital, and you, it's like, all this stuff is happening, and you're like, Wow, and, and we haven't even gotten to the teens yet. There's a lot of mini movies within this movie. Yeah, like it, it yeah. has, and it's kind of interesting. Each, it's got a like Zito likes to do these little like mini like you know what? Why just make them these people dum dums and all that? Like like let's give them their own little mini movie arc before mm-hmm. we kill them. And I think there's a lot more. These are these aren't like. Oh, characters with gravitas and all this shit. These are slasher For characters, sure. but they're actually handled with care. They have better. They look like they have a better roster of actors to pick from to make this movie. You got people who are like guest starring on TV, actual TV shows. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you have the early Crispin Glover shows up in this movie. Corey Feldman's like right about to hit big stardom. Kimberly Beck's a known qual- quantity at this time. Though we look back and go, yeah. who is Kimberly Beck aside from Rollerbrook? She was in Marnie, the Hitchcock film back in the day. Yeah. She was she was somebody. There's just talent that's, you know, probably auditioning for bigger movies. Well, in you, this did movie. you, uh, and yeah, uh, Teddy, Peter he Barton was Greatest American Version. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Both, yeah. both him, Barton, yeah. Barton. Yeah. I mean, yeah. These, these guys actually work. They, they were, they were working actors and they were recognizable. A lot of them had really serious serious resumes early on it's like wow they they took this seriously and i feel like this one seriously i feel like zito and stuff approached it as in like i doubt this is the way they do it but it comes off as okay let's write our little sex comedy first and then add jason to it so all their scenes they have characterization they have drama their own dramas they have something going on 
that's interesting besides the Jason stuff. I'm not saying it's compelling or anything, but you can follow along with what's going on. You get mad at these characters. You get you laugh at some of them. You enjoy it's interesting without Jason, which makes it less boring and makes it mm-hmm. good when he comes in and kills because you're like ah yeah. that dick or oh no that that person or to me if you show someone one Friday the 13th. Make it this one, or I will also recommend Jason Lives, but since we're talking about this one, I'll put it there. Because you get the little recap at the beginning, which is really well edited. Makes mm-hmm. it exciting. You're caught up. You just you know Jason's going to be a killer in the movie, so pick up here. You get great kills, good production value characters. I don't know. I'm just, I've always been, this has been the one for me. Uh, my Desert Island Friday the 13th, I guess. Yeah, no, I think it's uh, it's definitely in my top, top. I don't know. It's really hard for me to really put a number on Friday the 13th because I really love this franchise. I mean, we know Jason. Jason Jason goes to hell's at the top. But then what after that? Yeah, obviously. I think my my honestly, my favorite Friday the 13th are generally the first four. Mm -hmm. I just they those are the ones that I, I grew up watching. Those are the ones that I was like, oh, this is really scary. They were still they were, you know, they were still kind of scary up until yeah. then. I mean, even five, I guess you, you know, we talked a lot about that last time. But like after five, it was like, okay, it went into campy territory. Even the, uh, yeah, I think, you know, I even think the, Jason lives while has camp. It feels like a celebration of Friday the 13th and adding it to like, sure, Friday the 13th as a legendary monster movie is what it feels like. Yeah. At times. Sure, and uh, it's I, it's I, like I it's like the... it's Jason X before Jason X. It's like it knows right. what it is, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And this one, I mean, Zito was told go all out, do what you got to do, and make sure you know he's dead at the end. But they had to reshoot the ending to this. They didn't like the first one, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna leave him an in for another movie if they want to make one. And it was the when Tommy opens his eyes after hugging, he's like, you know what? That'd be a cool idea. You know, Jason's dead, but oh. You know, maybe it passed on to this because the original ending, they found the mother and she was drowned in the tub upstairs. And then she jumped up to grab Trish Jarvis and uh, her eyes were like white. It was like the prowler when the girl in the shower Mm. opens her eyes and they're white. That was what the mom had. And that was where it was going to end. But they were like, you just did that in three with the lake. And then that actually, you know, I guess, you know, tubs the same as a lake. But, you know, Jason Mm -hmm. Joe, they're like, they felt they had too many movies ending with someone arising from water and grabbing someone. So they cut it. I mean, they're on a lake. I mean, it's (laughs) right there. It's right there. But, yeah, that's what happened to the mom because we never see the mom again. Uh, We get her death confirmed in part six when the sheriff mentions they killed his mother. Everybody's like, "What happened to mom? What happened to mom?" Well, the scene was cut. And, yeah, and that's uh, this that's is not fine. the first one to have it. Like, his part three had that ending we talked about cut. Sorry, but M- yeah. mom, mom's a killjoy. I I got no issue. Like, <laughs> how like, dare you? She uh, wasn't no. a bad mom. She, she was I didn't a say, bad mom. I didn't say she was how a bad mom. I just you. said she was a killjoy. Is what I said. Oh, how dare you, sir? Look, Tommy needs to know about the Go birds on, and the son. bees. Watch them titties. She's sticking her nose where it doesn't belong. Let the boy grow up. He makes (laughs) masks in his room by himself. He's got no one to play with. Let him have his fun, for God's sake. Yeah, you do kind of feel bad for Tommy because he doesn't really have much 
besides making masks and stuff. I mean, he doesn't even yeah. really have anyone to show them to. I mean, which Tommy was an, he was an homage to Tom Savini. Of course. Uh, right, right, but, right. Oh. He's like, right. When they, and he shows off the mask and all the stuff that he can do. There's part of me that thinks, like, a kid can never do this. This is bullshit. And then another part of me thinks, like, he's got nothing else to do up there. <laughs> yeah. What else is he huh. There's yeah. no internet yet. <laughs> You're telling me that they got a good TV reception? Bullshit. There's no other kids around. Yeah. What's he going to do? He's no. got, what else is there to do? Well, he's got that stupid video game, and then he's got the masks. That's what I actually does. have played that video game. <laughs> Have you really? Oh yeah, my it was God. it was on like Atari as well. Like I don't know if that's what he's playing it on, but There's, I remember there was a game. It was like a ship game. It was hard as hell. There's so little to do there. He can't even be a peeping tom. That's how little <laughs> there is there to do. Poor kid. How oh much my do God. they love? They have to love their like neighbor that leases that house out. Yeah, right. Rentals. Like God damn it. It's like oh, those kids are gonna. <laughs> it's gonna be a. a a uh, 48 hour hump fest this weekend again. I better lock Tommy in his room. <laughs> yeah. So these these kids that come over, man, they, they have got their drama. Like there's Crispin Glover who has like he was like pudgy babyface in this because like the next year mm-hmm. he's in Back to the Future and he's Slim Jim. He's just recently been dumped. And he's got this guy, Teddy, who he's obviously more superior than, but just doesn't realize it. And he's your stoner asshole jokester guy computer don't lie now let's see what it says it says you're a dead fuck What? A dead fuck? A lousy lay. You know? A dead Oh, I see. Oh, don't hold it back for me, Doc. I can take it. Give it to me straight. I did not say it. The computer did. Yeah, well, there is no computer. Uh Uh-huh. And there's no Betty, either. And I'm a dead fuck. Like I said, the computer don't lie. God, I'm 40. And then how they know the other people on this trip? I don't go. It's Friday the 13th. Yeah. You have yeah. you well, have people, the, don't, people aren't friends. They just need a ride to the lake. Yeah. You have the two most popular people, you know, Judy Ronson and then Paul guy, another Paul in Friday the 13th. They call him Polly, who are, you know, the alphas here. And then you got Peter Barton's handsome guy who I I don't know his deal. And then the, the virgin girl. Who's shy, and Peter Barton uh, has no choice but it's either hooking up with Ted or the other guy or her. Cullen, you know who yes. else is in this movie? Um, and twins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they really <laughs> they really did it up in this movie. <laughs> and those twins caused some shit. Yeah, yeah they right? like this weekend goes great for everyone. Like. I don't know what Ted and the other guy were thinking coming up to the aban- like the lonely house and the like where they they got lucky those twins came by. Uh, yeah, right. Yes, they like, did. 
Two of the horniest assholes ever in the back of that car, and these two gorgeous women just happen to ride up on their bikes. Ridiculous. And I guess Trish lives across the way, but... Well, Trish, yeah, Trish is kind of out of it. She has her own thing going on. She doesn't have time for that shit. Trish... Let's be real. Trish almost seems like Tommy's mom. Like, she does not (laughs) seem right... She does not seem the right age to be his sister. Maybe she like, was. had him at a young age, Mom. Like, she's she's trying yeah. to go through college and, and, and work two full-time jobs. and S- Something. Uh, she does not look like the, a sister to him at all. Like, and she certainly takes more care of him than his mom does. That's for damn sure. She's barely around. Yeah, she's the one that. Well, you know, she's she, gonna get she, to work she, and stuff. She's, his she, mom works. And she's, and... She is there to stop Tommy's fun and tuck him in, and that yeah. is what she does. That is all she does. She jogs with Trish. That is true. They do jog. And she's the other piece of bread on the sandwich. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Trish, I when at a young age, I had a hardcore crush on Trish Jarvis. Well, she she is definitely when you look at the the level of hotness of the leading ladies in Friday the Thirteenth, yeah. she's pretty high up there. Yeah, nowadays she's though, I say more I'm more there. Judy Aronson level, but back then I was like, oh, Trish Jarvis. Yeah, yeah. Probably because she was the good girl, and I was like, oh yeah, good girl. Um, good girls. Yeah. Yeah. But this one's this one actually, it's not like this one has. I, mean, I guess it probably at this point had the most nudity, but it confidently and comfortably shows that nudity. Like, it's not like, oh, here's your big tit scene. It's like, oh, they're getting naked. And, yeah, uh, it was, you know? weirdly, it was it, it, weirdly, like, comfortable in its own skin. Like, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of nudity in this, but it never feels salacious. It never really... It doesn't have, it like, a leering like... tit cam or anything. It, it's just a matter no. of fact. It doesn't feel like there's a producer somewhere in Paramount's lot saying, you know what this movie needs? Tits. You know, it's just, <laughs> everything is pretty organic. to be fair, there's, there's a... There's a pretty healthy share of the dude's butts too so yeah I mean, yeah that's true is, Ted, I teddy shows his butt so time. teddy and paul uh he, yeah. he's got a butt shot yeah. Actually, i was gonna say I and they're like they're like, they're, they're they're like peter barton my <laughs> peter barton showed a little skin too maybe not full yeah. on butt but he's got the whole love scene in the shower thing so. with the body double yeah, yeah yeah but it's you know it's it's uh there was a, a lot more nudity in this movie than and again, it, it didn't feel as like obvious as the others did. It, 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 they, I feel like by then they knew what they were doing. They, they, I always call these meat and potatoes horror movies right. because they know what they are. They, they're slash and they, they TNA. That's what they are. Mm-hmm. And they, this one did it really, this really one, well. The, the balance of the, the nudity and gore is fantastic because the gore in this movie, you know, the last ones we kept talking about, like, uh, kind of nice but this one the fc the, they just the rating board they let just let this go like it's yeah, amazing really of what they could get away with and then this one this would have been like x or unrated compared well, to like what they like threw the with first, the other ones the first kill in the movie makes you go gosh yeah so graphic mm-hmm. you talking about yeah. axles yes yeah, yeah. We yeah. full on twist the guy's head around. There's blood coming out of his neck as he does it. And it's just mm-hmm. so like, it's like flipping a switch too, just like how it happens. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, you do see him like creep up a little bit, but it's still real sudden when it happens. Right. Like everything's just 
painful, gushing, and it's awesome. And it looks good still today, too. Like, it's yeah, it's a it's a well done uh gore effect. And like this, I mean, if you like practical gore effects, this is one for you. Like, and if you like this, check out the Prowler because it's comparable mm-hmm. with things. But yeah, the just the, the kill, I mean, there are some lame kills in there, but they mix it up. You don't know which one's going to be heavy on the gore or not. So that's kind of a good anticipation. Like, I always get pissed, I always hate the throwing you off the roof of a two story house and you're dead kill. <laughs> that's yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. like, well, I could do that. Like, I, <laughs> whatever. I it looked cool when she landed on the car, but I'm like, she's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> it hurt well, like crazy, but... Did she go fair, home? To <laughs> be fair, the one the one that does land on the car, you see her body twist pretty, like, twist a little bit. I just watched it. I was, I was literally thinking this exact same thing. I was trying to think, yeah, she could have knocked her. She could have been at least... Yeah, she could have died from that. It, it, she could... But and also, I think it's also highly likely that Jason went out there and double tapped. Let's get oh, real, for because, sure, for yeah. sure. He because put the how other many twin on the shish kebab? Yeah, said. how many bodies does he move in this movie? None of them are like, easy too. Like with like uh, Crispin Glover's, like eighteen kills in this. Oh, wow. Gosh. But like with Crispin Glover's character, he's dead. He's been dead for a while. He's like, all right, you know what? I killed him. I don't want him like rotten in the kitchen. So then he hangs him by his hands <laughs> and a. Doorway? Like, that, well, I don't want anyone getting out this way, and I it, I don't right. trust the door locks. So, yeah. and yeah. also, what is it? Um, Rob, like the the guy that's looking for his um the guy that killed his sister. Yeah. yeah um, Rob, oh yeah, we're gonna oh, talk oh, about oh, him. Yes. Anderson. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. right, right. I mean, we'll get into that, but like he he dies in the film, and then it's clear like Jason must have he drags him out of the basement and then outside so he can throw him back through the window. How did no one hear this? How did no one hear this giant man <laughs> dragging another corpse up the do- up the stairs? I'm telling you, Jason is a lot smarter than we give him credit for because you know, you know the scene with uh, Peter Barton after they him and uh, oh god, what's her name? Shoot, what's her name? The really cute girl. Oh shoot, Virgin girl. Yeah, Sarah? the virgin girl. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. So they, they do it. They have, they're in the shower. And, and at one point, he goes and kills Peter Barton, and it's loud while she's, you know, blow-drying her, her hair. So Jason's a lot smarter. He's a swift guy. He knows I when th- to do it. He knows. I think he, he, knows. I think, I think he was lucky. that he, and, and even still... You're gonna hear broken glass. I don't unless you get the hair dryer jammed inside your head. You're gonna hear broken glass. <laughs> it was a really big house, Colin. Really sure. big house. It just it just didn't look as big on film. Well, it was like twenty feet, I, away, 20, 20 rooms away. I mean, it was really big. I know there was no one else making sound because they were probably already dead. Yeah, pretty much. Well. <laughs> sound going on in that house. Well, I mean, here's the thing with this movie, and I, I'm sure we'll get into this, but. The, I, I love this movie, guys. I, I, I'm like you guys. I love this film. Do you? But there are some dumbass moments in this movie. Like, Trisha, Trish, I, I mean, makes one of the dumbest moves in any horror movie ever made in this film. Okay. Don't go back down stairs you oh, saw yeah. what happened but I, I think she you could say she realized oh wait i have the machete in my hand i'm gonna go hit hack this bitch yeah but like oh i'm a 90 pound weakling i'm gonna hack the guy yeah right no not yeah, gonna huh? happen 
He just or you run upstairs and lock the door and yeah, or leave, or leave. Yeah, any number of things you could do. Something, something, and stuff. Going. Oh, are you okay? Bye. Ah, shut let's up. talk. Let's talk about Rob over here. This, Rob, Rob is a vagrant out in the woods, but he's a guy, man on a mission. His sister is Sandra from Friday the 13th, Part 2. As you'll remember, she was shish-kebobbed uh, having sex with her boyfriend, the blonde Travolta-looking guy. And uh, <laughs> she and he's, he's out looking for her. I will say, an interesting side note, everybody's always wondered what happened uh, to the cut footage from that shish kebab scene that wasn't shown, but you can clearly see, uh, which there it was. There's like a behind the scenes photo of showing that happening. But fun facts: um, at the time she shot the movie, she was underage, and they were showing her boobs hey. during that kill. So Paramount flipped, cut that footage, and destroyed it. So you'll oh, never you'll wow. never see that death. Because she was underage at the time the movie was le- released, she was of age. But when she shot that, yeah. she was underage, and that would have been underage pornography. Uh, so we will never see that. Scene. Don't. So don't ask for it. Anyway, she didn't look very young in that movie. Actually, she did. Yeah. Wow. And she's wow. like a she's like an in and out of jail junkie nowadays. It's pretty sad. But uh, anyways, so he's looking for her now. Friday the Thirteenth, part. To remind to remind you in chronology took place a couple days ago in this movie's world. However, the movie kind of treats it like it happened a couple of years ago that the movie was shot because he's carrying with him like news article clips or clips that are like aged really big and, and he's been out like nobody I'm like they probably even haven't like gotten done with your sister's autopsy, let alone even had like a funeral or you know. Yeah, like, how did you age that newspaper in three days? Crime scene at that camp is still being investigated. They haven't even moved on to the crime scene from three. Like, <laughs> right? And, it, and they're acting like, oh, people aren't listening or whatever. It's, it's it's humorous. If you're watching this movie just first or randomly, you're probably not thinking about it. But when you watch it like a hundred times, like we do, and think about it, it's, it's pretty funny. But he ta- him and Trish bond quickly about things. Uh, well, who he, doesn't with Trish? She's really right. bondable. And Tommy likes him. And he looks yeah. like... Uh, like a family. Doesn't he look like a like a poor man's Robert Urich? A little bit. Yeah, like... Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got the... He's, he's, well, you know, he's, 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 it's, a, it's a weird character, but I, I kind of like him. 
I yeah, no, I I like he's, and it's funny the thing that pissed me off when the remake came out was there and they were like yeah it's one through three one through three i'm like they clearly have jared padalecki as the rob character from four in oh, this 100 like 100 and the friends going to party like it it resembles four more than anything in his main structure and they're all like one through three one through three i'm like why do you keep saying one through th-? like it was bothering me because four is my favorite i'm like quit dogging that and then completely using it so that was of interest to me but yeah rob's cool his death is kind of oh, he's killing me he's killing me which uh, it's, <laughs> it comes from joseph zito oh, well just joseph zito wrote an article or read an article about a woman in new york who was oh, killed yeah. outside of her apartment building and everyone in there could hear her going he's stabbing me he's killing me oh my god and no one did anything so he tries to throw that in with a muscular dude shouting this stuff out, which is kind of less haunting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, also, like, I think for something like that to be effective, it needs to be like out in the open. You know, if that's what he was going for, whether you're screaming, to, you know, for help or just, you know, to alert someone of what's happening, that really needs to be like in an open area where it can be like projected out, not, you know, a basement where he's already looking at the person anyway. It's like, well, you know that's happening, so it's awkward. It's not a bad idea. It's just not a great execution of it. Spencer yeah, fair fired. enough. Fair enough. He's a bit of a side character in this, and in, 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 in a movie nowadays, you'd be wondering if he was Jason. That's how they'd play it. Like, mm, yeah, uh, basically. basically. But, well, I mean, technically, they did that in, in you know, within part five and part six to an yeah. extent you know i mean obviously we knew the answer but you know I, I, it, it's weird because he yeah he doesn't fit he was a, everything else with this film feels so similar to three to two to one mm. except for him he's got think- the the wrench in the socket a little bit i think it's good that he is in here to you know break it up more because otherwise me too me it, too it, yeah Otherwise, it's just like it's another one, you know. Yeah, and it, it, again, you, you, you finally have like a, a character that is, like, is on a mission, or like they have like something to do other than like we're gonna party. Yeah, well, well yeah. ties it into with Sandra. I mean, that's a, I, 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 as silly as it is, I like that idea that like yeah, there are real victims here, and this guy's you know, I, I it, it, it adds human drama. Yeah. Wait, well, no, it really doesn't. Well, I, they, I'll say I, this I like. like it. One thing about Friday Chapter I like, I never say, like, no, it clearly didn't invent the wheel here, but it made the best wheel. Like, it yes, it, it took everything and figured out how to do it right. Like, that's what it's excelled at. Like, the gore is there. The cast mm-hmm. is better. The story, I mean, the, the non-Jason storylines, much, much more, be- much more better. Much better. Yeah, the, much there's actual, better. there's some humor in here. You quote this movie, like... You're like, oh, I put it in the old computer. You dead. Fu-. Like, there's there's lines to quote. Yeah. Where uh, the corkscrew? Um. <laughs> well, you know what? Another thing I think it did that's interesting, which I, I, I again talking about character development. I know we're talking about character development in a slasher film, but like, okay, let's take Paul. Paul kind of does something dicky, but you don't really hate him. He's kind of, he's just kind of a dude. There's no one that you just really hate because they're terrible, awful people. Like, mm-hmm. there's no mm-hmm. Tina from Friday the 13th Part 7 here. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I, I mean, there's annoying characters, but I, I didn't hate anybody in here. I want to use a flamethrower on Teddy. I. Well, that's your point. That's well, the point that, of him. I don't think you're supposed he's to like not Teddy. As, yeah, he's not like. I don't think he's despicable. He's not like the worst. Uh, he's annoying. He's a he's a dick, but it didn't. It felt more natural. It didn't feel like oh, we have to have the dick character, so we're gonna make. The, uh, an obnoxious he, has a, character. he has a purpose to other characters. Like yes. it, you see him get what's coming to him. You you know, yes. you see, you know, why don't you put this in your computer? Like it, there's, there's payoffs, there's set up bump, set spike to the, you know, the payoff it's, it's, it's there. Um, and he ultimately gets, you know, he gets, well, he gets killed, but mm. he gets his uh, with the, the whole, I'm better than you. Uh, with Christian Glover and ends up, yeah, he doesn't. Teddy doesn't win at all in any before no. anyone dies. He never wins. Like it doesn't pay off for him at all. Wait, so, which I th- I think he is has why I the worst a trip more. of anyone to Crystal Lake. Yes. So 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 do we think uh, Teddy is an incel or uh, or not? Oh, <laughs> I mean, I know where my vote goes. I'm sure. I think the movie's pretty clear about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Teddy. No, he, he is obnoxious like that. Um, and it sucks because he's the guy you feel for in uh, Last American Virgin, and now you're like, I know. Right here. Yeah. I know. Um, well, I guess he was so screwed over in Last American Virgin. He just this is really. Like, yeah. This is it. it. This is what he becomes. This is yeah. true. Oh, Thanks no. a lot, lady. Thanks a lot, Betsy Russell. Jeez. <laughs> It wasn't Betsy Russell. Wait, what? Yeah, it was wait, the girl from Better Off Dead. It was. Um, oh, what's her name? Oh shoot! Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're Better right. Better Off Dead, uh, Amityville Two, and Amityville Two. Yeah, and oh, Bill and Ted. Uh, what's her name? Yeah, Diane yes. Franklin. That's Diane it. Franklin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's great. I like her. Oh yeah. I don't like the one girl in the shower. Like she gave it up, so now you're dead or whatever. Maybe that's her. Mm-hmm. But she got. I mean, she got the, the couples hook up. Uh, I mean, Paul even goes out to apologize. He makes the right decision in the end. Yes. He gets killed. Well, I think the the good girl, she died because she wore a towel in the shower. They get done doing it, whatever. Like, ah, you're so great. I love touching you. She's wearing a towel in the shower. Bitch, I hell towels work. It's supposed to be dry. <laughs> you don't wear them in the shower. You get out of the shower and you dry off. Towel dries you off, stupid. You don't get it wet in the shower. <laughs> well, not my favorite death in the movie. Hers is pretty cool. What do you think about it? Like, it's just like she's by a door in that towel, and like Jason throws an axe that he throws hard enough to chop through the door, keep spinning, and land on her chest. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, that <laughs> happened. Like, it took me a second to realize what had happened. Damn, Jason. <laughs> like, like, He's really like, talented. Like, there's a closed door and there, there's an axe in here. Like, what? I blinked. What? <laughs> Damn. And speaking of Jason, Ted White, that's my favorite Jason, like, in this movie. Like, I oh, just. He's great. The dude he's hates great. this fucking movie, but I know he hated it and then he liked it when he started going to conventions and telling people, oh, yeah. But he'd, before then, he'd been called this movie a piece of shit because he didn't agree with Joseph Zito on a lot of things, mm-hmm. which some understandable, but cheaper movie productions have their dramas but he's just physically brooding he runs this is the last time jason runs uh in a movie yeah. and he's just imposing and he hated Corey feldman hated yeah. him and <laughs> the, scene where, the scene where he comes through the window 
they actually timed that so Corey thought the effect didn't go off right. Yeah. And then right when Corey relaxed, he jumped and got him. And it, that's his <laughs> real reaction. Uh, oh, that's so funny. I why, love it. Uh, why is Jason wearing dress shoes in this movie? Like they're old, like beat well, up dress shoes. Had, that's what he had from the third one. They they ma- they matched what he had yeah. in the third one. Is it the same outfit as the third yeah, one? Same outfit. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, made, I it's made to fit Ted White now, but they use uh, Jason continuity. For some reason, when he has the hockey mask, is legit. Like they they pay attention to things like um, after then he's wearing like overalls and whatever. Yeah, yeah, like but yeah, he's like overalls. Now he's that green shirt, the pants, uh, every mar- everything that happens to that mask. Mm-hmm. Like they they pay except in six he wears like gloves that I don't think come back. I think he got the gloves from he probably got them from Tommy or Horshack. I yeah. think. And it also makes some kind of sense to have him wear gloves because I mean he is rotting and stuff. And so it you, saves he, money on the hands, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, absolutely. Going back to the beginning with the uh the hospital. Mm-hmm. Axel and the nurse, which is funny. The aerobics video. Uh it's a it's a it's uh, a feature length aerobic video called Aerobicize. And yeah. We mentioned last week um, the part that went to Debbie Sue Voorhees, the one from the woods that we all talked about. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we mentioned that uh, from part six, Darcy DeMoss, the one who is killed in the camper when she gets her head pushed through the bathroom in the camper, she had auditioned for that part. But she's also in this video for a robosized. She's oh one of the God. bouncers. So, funny enough, she made it into every Tommy Jarvis movie in the series. Somehow, is linked to it. She wasn't in the last one, but she was connected to it. That is delightful. Is that delightful. really is amazing. That's 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 legendary, quite frankly. And also, back to the hospital stuff. Chrisman Glover isn't the only Back to the Future alumnus in the movie. The nurse in that that Axel's like trying to get his boner on with is uh, Lisa Freeman who played Babs one of Lorraine McFly's friends in high school in 55 in Back to the Future 1 and 2 so she went back to Back to the Future 2 but Crispin Glover did not oh so, well, fuck him. yeah exactly <laughs> well he said fuck Steven Spielberg and he won a huge suit with him over Back to the Future 2 so hey <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go with yeah. That. but yeah that's kind of funny that she was in to the Back to the Futures as well. Like I said, notable cat. Like all the other cast members, like, well, what else do they do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much And I guess Amy Steele had to convince, she worked with Peter Barton on something and he didn't want to do this movie, but she convinced him after her experience with part two and said, hey, it'd be pretty cool to be in the last one if you're in the final, because at the time it was the final chapter. Even though, you know, it's yeah. funny, the shortest time between Jason movies in the 80s is between the final chapter and a new beginning. It was less than a year before a new beginning came out. That is delightful. Well, I mean, simply because this one was so big. This one did this was, really well, well. It did really well. It was the second because 3D was the biggest one yeah, uh, before yeah. before Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, part four did. I mean, it only made like four million less. And so it's like, holy crap, this is huge. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then 
part five. I mean, these movies made money. This is back when you didn't have to make a shit. Like, I even think the ones that were making no money, like Jason Takes Manhattan made like 11 or 12, but it only cost like $4 million to make, and you, they, weren't doing yeah. the, they weren't doing the insane marketing pushes like they do now. Yeah, you didn't then. have to double the box office to figure out, okay, well, yeah, th- mm-hmm. this costs $8 million to make, and that, but it really cost $20 million with the... Yeah, like it's the, it's funny when you look back. Like they called like we were uh, talking earlier about Halloween three, uh, which only made like a million or two less than Halloween two, but deemed an ultimate failure. I'm like, wait, and it cost less. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, man, they were harsh on shit back then. No, they well, well now because they'd be that, like, shit, make five more of them. Well, back then also you had like you know it was a very different time. It, it was you, a much Halloween different. was in the freaking top ten for a year. Yeah. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. The original Halloween was, you know, so movies and because of what, it wasn't like it is now. They now it's, you know, now live or die. Yeah, absolutely. Now you absolutely. live or die by opening weekend. But basically, yeah, yeah. So it's just it's very interesting. Um, yeah, this was a, a big one. Hi, right, girls. Thanks for waiting. <sighs> oh no. So we have our little things that we do all the time with these, which are, are so much fun. Are are like superlatives. Mm-hmm. Is that it. So we'll always, as we start, what was your favorite kill in in Friday the Thirteenth final chapter? Jimmy, what was your favorite kill? You know, I, this is a good one. Um, ooh, I, I I I go between. The Crispin Glover, because I, I, he gets a double whammy. I think that's amazing. But I also kind of dig the whole Paul and uh, God. What what's her name? I'm blanking on her name. Uh, you know, she after she gets the Samantha? typical cement. Yeah, she gets it like through the raft, and then he gets it, Paul gets it really the worst. Honestly, <laughs> I mean that's just bad. <laughs> he gets it in the no- crotch with the harpoon gun, and then Jason shoots the harpoon gun. Mm. Yeah, so that's really like one of the most painful. I mean, when he's screaming, I believe him. I believe him. Sure. I believe every minute of that. So I think those are probably the, but there's so many. I mean, I think Axel's kill is, I, there's there's like like five great kills in this, at least if not more. There's just great kills in this. Yeah. Cullen? So those are my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, I'm kind of with Jimmy on this one. It's, it's a little difficult to, to choose because there are so some really good ones in this, like that Crispin Glover one, because it's not just a matter of him shoving a corkscrew into someone's hand, which would hurt like hell. He does mm-hmm. it with enough force to shove it into, like, a countertop. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, that's an incredible yeah. amount of strength. And he, you know, and it's all centered on his hand. And then if that wasn't painful enough, he gets chopped in the face. Like, yeah. God! That's yeah. brutal. So terrible. Like I oh like it's part of me that, like I wasn't gonna pick Axel you know where he gets his head completely turned around but you know now that I think about it, I do think it is Crispin Glover is just this just because of that just the sheer force in hell like oh my god this is the worst thing imaginable and then something worse happens to him immediately after that and yeah. he's such a nice I, he's such a likable character dude yeah. you're like. But he does. Let's, let's talk about. It. Uh, I'm gonna third the Crispin Glover kill. It's one of my favorites okay. in the entire series. 
Um, but uh, we haven't talked about his dance. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, which was yeah. doing it. I'm doing it right now. It's the I'm most amazing thing. Yeah, you know, that he, that's why I said this incredible. movie has genuine humor in it that works. That dance is ridiculously stupid. He was, he was dancing to Back in Black, but even if you listen to that song, he still looks stupid when he's dancing to it. There's no need to oh, dance gosh. like that. I have, no, that is the weirdest, most that is. But here's the thing: that is Crispin Glover. We we learn years later that that really is kind of who yeah. he is. He's a yeah, weirdo, he and I love, I love the I, God bless him. I love the guy. So I just that really is who he is. And that dance, when you first see it, if you don't know who he is, you're like, what the. Well, Crispin Glover is on a plane of existence that, unfortunately, we'll never understand, but it makes total never. sense to him, and he's better than us for it. Like, that's, oh, yeah. that's kind of where he, he is. That's what he is. He dances like an alien was described, like, like someone like a human said, like, all right, alien, this is how humans dance. And the alien says, okay, like this? And like, that's pretty close. Like, like this? Like, no, you're not, you're getting worse. It's farther away. Like this? Fine. Yes, that's how humans <laughs> dance. It's fine. Yes, great. Go back to Zipzorp. Yeah. So, like, his kill, I used to, even on VHS, I still have my VHS for this movie, by the way. Oh, would, nice. would, uh I would slow-mo it just to see, like, how the fuck did they do it? Because it was so effective. And I and I found it hilarious that Jason just, when he does the corkscrew, he literally comes out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Like, it's <laughs> hilarious. And I would want to be like, would it be funny if he twisted it? Would he, like, hold on, let me twist it down to get you. But, but his... It wasn't until uh, one of the Blu-rays or DVDs had like effects, like testing on it to show like how it works. And it's just vis- like his shaking of his head when he gets hit with that is so like real, like looking mm-hmm. like he's mm-hmm. just like almost going into shock with it. But they filmed it in reverse. That's how they did it. Uh, but it doesn't yeah. even yeah. You, go- you can't even get a whiff of it being in reverse. Like, like maybe, no, like maybe the no, machete we, part, but the rest of it, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. Like they filmed his like head getting it in like rever- it's just like damn, and it just the way it cuts, just you like it's like ouch, shit. But yeah, I I love that kill a lot. Uh, who, uh, who are the weakest kill in the whole movie? Well, gosh, that's mom. Yeah. You don't even <laughs> see it. I mean, mom yeah. and. Uh, and and the 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 other twin, uh, Terry or Tina, I, which one? I, the one that the goes shadow out and you don't or the window. Yeah. The shadow kill. Well, they're both kind of weak, actually. I I'm going to go with a mom because you don't see it. Gotcha, gotcha, Colin. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Teddy because someone that is that big of a douchebag needs to have a spectacular death. It, you know, not just like hey, step to the screen and he's dead. You, are, needed, you, you really don't like head. this Teddy, man. Not you enough. Know, you, it's not enough. I think that's a pretty brutal scene, man. I that, thought, that, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's not enough. So, you want Paul's death for Teddy. Yes, I, yes. Sure. What, I want all the deaths for Teddy. If, if there was some way to combine <laughs> all of them, point them all at him, that is what I want. That is an appropriate death for that tool. What about that you? is what, what happens when you survive Last American Virgin and you become the just You live long enough bag. to see yourself become the douchebag in a Friday the 13th. <laughs> exactly. Exactly <laughs> what happened. Yeah, I, so you're saying he's the the douchebag we deserve? Is that yes, it? Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I 
weakest for me, I, you know, it, yes, you can't beat the mom, not off screen death. Yeah. It's obvious. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, did Gordon survive? Uh, he jumped out a window. We never saw the, the dog land, but fuck this. I'm out of here. Um, yeah. Yeah, the there, smartest character in the movie. Right, I have to say. Yeah, I know absolutely. I either of the twins, like I, I don't like the hey three out the window deaths, and I don't li like if you throw them out the window, land on a spike. Yeah, yeah. Have your body explode when it hits something. Yeah, have, them, have their head like land on a like what well, they could have well, like have them throw out the window and then like you know like they hit their head like on the hood or the bumper or something like that, so it snaps their neck. You know, so it's like. That would be like have brutal. Jason when he throws still hold on to the the arm and it rips off their body. I, I yeah I don't like those. So I'll take the the idea and the artistic nature of the shadow of the spear going through the one over the you know I landed on a car. Ouch. Okay. Yeah. Fair so enough. that that would be mine. Um. Oh, well. Um. I'm gonna pass on Cullen here because we have that answered. Who was the biggest douchebag in the movie for you, Jimmy? <laughs> well, uh, I, I mean, I guess I've got to agree with him on that. He is a douche, but mm -hmm. I, I didn't think he's hateable. I, 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 I felt a little bit. He was a dude with very low self-esteem and had to try and prove himself and carried around a friend who he knew he was better. He knew he was cooler, but he 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 had this like power over him to manipulate him and make him feel like he was a you know a dead fuck so i i would go with yeah i would go with him probably gonna go with the, the pouty twin ah. Ooh, she is annoying yeah God, she's yeah. pretty annoying and like dude go home your sister's hooking up go home leave her alone go home yeah or exactly up, or fucking yeah. suck it up and hook up with ted but go home because i wouldn't hook up with ted but um no exactly just, yeah and just quit pouting and yeah i just and she's also like she's also bummed out because she didn't take the dude away from his girlfriend yeah okay I yeah. My, yeah yeah no she's worse yeah. she's worse i don't like her yeah she yeah uh yeah because like with, with that, like teddy like he is a douche but he drives so much of this stuff going and my i love the storyline of the other yeah. guy finally overcoming him so teddy's a necessary evil I guess. Um, yes, yes. So, so we love Colin, Tad, is, he, is Teddy even? Well, is Teddy any? I know that they have one goes away early, but is he any different than Axel for you at the beginning? Oh, Axel! Oh. God, I just want because they kind of seem like this. Like if Teddy grew up to work in a hospital, he'd be Axel. Well, <sighs> can I change my vote to Axel? Sure, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm voting for, I mean, for Axel. He's awful. He, yeah, he's awful. That was something I did want to mention that, you know, he's trying to get with the nurse. Okay, fine, whatever. He's trying to get with her next to a corpse of a murderer, and he keeps changing the channel back to aerobics when they're trying to make who what dumb dumb but, thinks yeah, you, you know what's gonna get a woman going. Yeah, you know what? Aerobics. Maybe maybe he, hey, 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 maybe he's having problems and that's what helps. Oh, maybe, maybe. but he's a dick the nurse it. when they're watching it and they're like the body the the corpse was taken to do to the hospital and she's like yay that's us i'm like yeah do you celebrate like that's not 
Oh my! They said the hospital on the news. What do you care yeah. about? Murder? Although you know what, it was like... I got, I got, I, I have a, I have a soft spot for her because she's really cute. Yes. So I don't mind her. She was really cute, okay. like really, really super cute. And 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 to be fair, Axel was in police academies too. So that's I guess all I, I think spot. when I see him. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like him, like like him, like trying to get laid. I just keep thinking of the guy with the the you know the black rimmed glasses and like the yes. you know, awkward like plaid jacket. Like oh my god! Yeah, I I like, I, 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 think, I not want to fuck him. <laughs> so we'll go to we'll yeah. Go to, we'll go from Axel to the friend zone here. Who would you want to be friends with in this movie? You know, if uh, you go first, Colin, I got to think about this. I think I know, but you, you think about it. Um, he wants to copy your answer. Uh, say Peter Barton. Make him say Peter Barton. That's it. Honestly, <laughs> that, I, I would say Peter Barton. I like oh. Peter Barton's character. He's a nice guy. He seems like a genuinely decent dude. Is he a nice mm-hmm. guy? Like, I, I get the impression like he's like after this weekend, he ain't talking to that girl again. I just get the impression of that. I don't get that. I don't get that feeling. I don't. I di- I didn't get that. Which one I mean, was maybe? Barton? Maybe he's the guy who got killed in the shower. Thing. You drop your yeah. bar of soap. <laughs> like I feel like he's like, I, I well, don't... I'll hit this this weekend, and then uh, well, we're done. And she'll be no, like, but we're getting married, and then our first kid is gonna be named Stevie, and then we'll yeah, have a daughter uh, and a dog. And he's like, no, nah, bitch, I got yeah, laid this weekend, she... and I'm done. She was definitely going to get too clingy real quick. And yeah, I think no, he that was is just, true. He was in that it for the true. weekend. He was in but, it for the weekend. But does that make him a bad person? That's the question. Does, he's like, are they... well, you I know, thought... if he's going in there with that plan, that doesn't make him look great. But it if depends she's how you feel about her. her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, well, I kind of liked her, though. I, I didn't mind her at all. I, I, those two, I, you know, I was rooting for that couple. Was so was she. So she. Yeah, I know. She really All was. right, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Bitch, learn how to use a towel. Maybe I'd root for him, but until then. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Gordon's the dog, right? Yep. Yes. Gordon, that's my pick. That's who I want to be friends with in this movie. Well, that's a, I agree with that. Like Gordon's, Gordon's rocking. I love Gordon. He's, he's the one character smart enough to get the hell out of there, so Gordon. <laughs> so you, you really go... You're Peter Barton? That's your, that's your choice, Jimmy. <laughs> I'm going to hang out with the Trish and her family. That's what I'm going to hang out with. I okay. like the family. That's, I'm going go uh, to go with the uh, banana-eating hitchhiker. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, wow. I mean, she's probably got weed, you know? like. Oh, usually, my gosh, yes. Weed that's bananas. Usually, like, that's usually, like, who I pick to be the friend. Like, well, they've got the weed, so I hang out with them. But, that's like, this time... Like, that's a character that can't show up in movies anymore, right? Like the the hippie hitchhiker. Like that's just Yeah, thank God. <laughs> yeah, no more hippie hitchhikers anymore in movies. Unless they're, you know, taking place in the seventies and eighties. No. I would have loved for the remake just to have some random hippie hitchhiker. But they're like they're not like old and they're not like young and hot. They're just they're like middle aged for some reason. Like like what? What are you this doesn't add up at all. Who are you rebelling against? You're 42. <laughs> I guess friends and I'll go with the uh, EMT woman at the beginning that gets afraid of the hand pulling down. Oh, she's there cool. We go. I yep. like her. Yeah, she's good. <laughs> she's good. <laughs> I really think about it. I'm like, I don't, 
Like there's people I'm like, yeah, them, but oh wait, but or them, but because some of them we might be saving for our crush. So who's your crush? Ooh, that's Colin. a good point. Colin, who's your crush? Sam, I guess. That's the the one that Sam died again. in the ra- yep. the raft. Yeah, from American Ninja. Mm. Sam. So I I guess here like that's what I was trying to think of like these like there's a obviously plenty of attractive people in this movie but there's like no one like in the movie was like yes that person and she was like the closest you know to that so I guess her. All right, Jimmy. Mom, obviously. All right. Oh Mom wait, Garris. sorry. No, <laughs> no, I would go for Trish. I love Trish. I like <laughs> even though she's stupid and goes downstairs. I I I think she's cool i th- i i like her i like the i like what kimberly beck does with it i think she's she's pretty cool i like her i like her I, she's and she's super hot so there you go that's i'm good with her and my coin toss is going to go probably with samantha because she's down to clown oh yeah she is yeah very much so i mean she's very very attractive to it i like trish as well yeah. but this time the coin's gonna land on samantha for me um, who, uh, w- everybody, unless you hate Tommy or his sister, who are you disappointed that didn't die? Or Gordon the dog. If you fucking hate Gordon the dog, but. Uh, well, I wouldn't have minded. People at the beginning. Yeah, I was going to say, I wouldn't have minded the, the jerky. Well, no, I think the EMT guy was cool too. He wasn't so bad. Uh, um, let's go with, uh, um, this is a joke. The flashlight guy. Yeah, that guy. Right. The flashlight guy, Tom Everett. I really wish he would have died. The flashlight man. <laughs> okay, staring at IMDb. Uh, <laughs> that's really, that's what I did. Because I, I, everyone really, really dies, and I didn't want, the, yeah, I didn't want Trisha, I didn't want Tommy Jarvis to die. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess we'll have to just, like, blank this one. Like, Cullen, did you want one of them dead? No, I, I say didn't. the light, say the light, light, light guy, the light, 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 the flashlight guy. Say, say him. You want him dead? Say Fla- I want the flashlight guy dead in the ground. Yeah, fuck the flashlight yes. man. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. With his lights, who do you think you are? Seeing in the room. dark. Eat I want shit. hospital staff assistant number eight to die. Oh God, yeah, they were terrible. Oh. Jesus. All right, and last, um. Funniest line or moment in the movie? Uh, I think we've already discussed it. And it's his dance. <laughs> I mean, there is there is there, there a funny, funnier moment than the dance? There's the no dance? funnier moment. That's for that. That's certain. Absolutely. Yeah. That 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 is pure comedy gold. Uh, yep. And there's the. How about you run that three year old computer, Ted? Those two together, man. Yeah. Those two together yeah. were fun. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed when... them. When we were introduced to those two characters, they're sitting all the way in the back of the car, and I was, you know, just watching their conversation, and I just thought, this conversation is why they are in the back of the car. <laughs> no one <laughs> yes. can hear them. That's true. That's true. So next time, guys, uh, will be Friday, March thirteenth, twenty twenty. Oh my gosh! I hear something cool is going to happen that night. There, something's going to happen with some. Yeah. I, I I apologize for the host of it in advance. Yeah, yeah. Come see Friday the 13th on the big screen in Los Angeles. I'll be hosting Friday, 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 Friday the 13th, and then Saturday the 14th for some more fun with the Final Girls. 
Here yeah. we go. We're going to just finish this Tommy Jarvis shit up. We're doing Jason Lives next. Damn right. Might oh, as well. So we go five, four, six. Uh, yeah, we're, that's how we're going to do it. Uh, the the um, classic. Uh, Tom renegade McCoppin. order. Rene- yeah, the renegade cut. Uh, machete order. Yeah. Of, <laughs> that's what machete, that's right. Machete <laughs> order of uh, Friday the 13th. So yes, March 13th. We have two Friday the 13th in 2020. There, there's one in March and one in November. So we will be adding to this non-canon films canon as the year progresses we've got what we've got we'll be doing jason lives so that'll leave the original uh jason goes to hell jason takes manhattan and freddy versus jason uh we wait yeah we did the remake we obviously yes. uh yeah i would I, w- I think we should maybe think about jason goes to hell that's why i'm thinking all right. Well, we will think about that. Um, but <laughs> we are for sure doing Jason Lives on Friday, March 13th of 2020. Hey, Ted. Ted. Ted, where the hell's the parks grow? I want to thank you all for listening and uh, Jimmy for coming on. Uh, Jimmy, uh, where can we find what you're doing currently? Uh, you can find me on joeblow.com, arrowinthehead.com, all the, uh, you know, flicks for fans. Sometimes I do stuff for another site called We Live Entertainment. Uh, oh, you're writing gosh, for there, too? I, well, I, I do the occasional, I, I do an occasional interview over there. So I'm doing one, I'm going to be interviewing some, some people this week, which I'm excited about. So I will be posting that when it happens. I'm very excited. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm out there. I'm doing stuff. This is uh, December, so uh, this will be our last episode of 2019, uh, and uh, we just want to call it. I want to wish you guys all a happy holiday season, whatever you celebrate or you're just doing or whatever, and uh, enjoy your holidays new and the new year. And we'll we will see you back in 2020. So look forward to that, and we'll see you in 2020. Listening to Cult Cinema Cavalcade, part of the Creative Zombie Studios Network. Follow CC Cavalcade on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to the show on cultcinemacavalcade.com, iTunes, and anywhere podcasts are found. For press opportunities, advertising opportunities, and more information on Cult Cinema Cavalcade, contact mail at cultcinemacavalcade.com. Produced by Brad Shoemaker, edited by Brandon Peters, narration by Rebecca Peters. Theme song Pink Baby by Happy Elf appears courtesy of the freemusicarchive.org network. The film and music featured in this episode are part of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Join us again in two weeks for a new episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade.